Welcome to Life Flow. This is George G. And the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Chris Snyder. Chris, are you ready to do this? I'm very ready. All right, let's go. Chris is a SIPA. He is the founder and CEO of the Exit Planning Institute. His newest book is Walking to Destiny, 11 Actions an Owner Must Take to Rapidly Grow Value and Unlock Wealth. Chris, I'm excited to have you on. Tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, why you do what you do. All right, thanks, George. Um, well, you know, I guess the way I would describe it is uh, uh, I've been married to my a high school sweetheart for more than 40 years now. Um, I have two children. I have four wonderful grandchildren that keep me pretty busy um, and bring a lot of different joy to my life now these days. Uh, from from a work standpoint, uh, the uh, as you said, I'm CEO of the Exit Planning Institute and author Walking to Destiny. Uh, as we were talking right before we came on the show here, that is a project. This is the second edition of Walking to Destiny, the first one written in 2016. And as I said to you before we came on, uh, you know, you you know, things change and you learn a lot over, over seven years and the market has changed quite a bit. And, um, you know, I got a lot of feedback on different things to add to the book. And so uh, over the last year, really since mar- last March, I've been working on the second edition of Walking to Destiny, which is supposed to come out in uh, May. So we're really excited about that. Um, and then, uh, you know, the, the work as far as the exit planning is the basic premise of the book is to help business owners rapidly grow value of their businesses and unlock the wealth that's trapped in them, making them five to 10 times wealthier. Now, that sounds like a pretty worthy cause when you think about it. And the reason for that is that about 80% of a business owner's wealth is locked in their businesses. And only historically, only about 20 to 30% of them are able to unlock that wealth. And so when I got into this industry, you know, I was just blown away uh, at the thought that someone would work, you know, most of their adult career building a business the sacrifices that go with that, the hard work that goes with that. And then came, you know, then comes the time to check out and reap, you know, the rewards and you can't do it. Um, There's roughly uh, in today's American businesses, there's over $18 trillion of wealth that is locked up in privately held businesses. Uh, And so when you think about it, it's like, man, that's just, that's just wrong. And we have to do something about that. And that became, for me, uh, a real passion, you know. Uh, and I really purchased the Exit Planning Institute in 2012, got my credential in 2008, started my consulting company in 2006. And that's been my passion ever since. I love it. Those are those are scary and very, very compelling statistics. Um, you know, I imagine... That's certainly why I am in business for myself is because I want to control my own destiny. And you do that, blood, sweat, tears, everything else into it. But then you don't, then you kind of leave it up to chance. And, and you're like, well, you know, I, we'll, we'll see how things work out instead right. of being prepared. It's crazy. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's really the thing that I think people need to realize is that you don't have to leave it up to chance. There's actually a process, right, that you can use where the probability is the complete opposite. And that's kind of what uh, was a kind of an aha moment for me because 
even though historically we know 20 to 30 percent of business owners are not able to harvest their wealth uh in my experience in my firm i'd say my clients were the exact opposite i'd say 70 80 percent i'd even push the number to 90 percent of my clients were successful so that's the first thing i'm like well am i just qualifying my clients better or you know uh is it maybe more the process that i'm using or maybe a combination of both and uh so i decided to dig into it to, to find out and what i ended up doing is not studying the 70 to 80 percent that were not successful but studying the 20 to 30 percent that were what were they doing you know uh was there some formula that they were using to help them navigate this personal journey and be successful at the end of it uh you know with the harvesting of their wealth and what i found is that there were common characteristics among those owners and so that's basically became the premise for walking to destiny you know my own experiences plus the experiences of studying these other successful business owners and what i found is that it, it, there is a step-by-step -step process that can be used to put yourself in a position not only to harvest your wealth at the at you know at the at the right time but can add value today can create a better life today you don't it's not a trade-off like i always say value acceleration is a multiplier you know it's not an either or you can have you know wealth in the future but you can have it today too and so that's really the beauty of what we teach at epi and 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 teach the certified exit planning advisors and what i write about and walk to destiny it's a really a step-by-step -step guide that a business owner can use well that certainly makes sense that you'd want to dig into what's what's the through line what's the commonality between the folks that are actually able to have a successful exit and i think it's exciting that it can be a value accelerator um and multiplier rather instead of just having a trade-off we think about mm -hmm. i have to make sacrifices today for something into the future but that's not necessarily the case the biggest change i think we brought to the industry so when i got into the industry uh, first of all, I was one of the first 100 SEPAs in 2000, you know, in, 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 when I got through, through the program in 2008. Today, we have 5,000 SEPAs, you know, so we've grown quite a bit. Um, and, you know, it's it's when I got into the industry, it was all about creating this plan for the future, right? And uh, you, you're a business owner, so you're a business owner don't want plans you know we want action we want and we want results today we're not going to wait we want results in fact yesterday we're not going to wait you know and what i realized is what was happening is we were treating exit planning as a separate thing from business strategy and that really when you look at it it's the same thing the very things you would do to build a thriving business are the same things you would do to build a business that's positioned to exit and rather than treat them as two separate things let's integrate them let's take these exit planning concepts and integrate them into the way we run our businesses every day so it's not something i do down the road it's something i do today and i can benefit from today right so the whole idea was let's forget about the future let's just focus on what we can do today to build a strong business you know we call it being present tense and it'll deliver benefits right away while also positioning you to sell at a premium or transfer to your family or to your employees, whatever you want. It's going to create options for you. But the biggest thing is back this whole thing up. Let's think about what we could do right now in the next 90 days. That makes a ton of sense. I mean, it's very human 
to want to look at things in vacuums and to compartmentalize things. But then we really know if we really think about it, it makes way more sense to take an integrated approach and to make sure everything is fitting together. And just what popped into my head is if I decided that I wanted to leave my business or have my kids take over, I've got some employees and I let them know that today versus waiting 10 years, that's probably going to have a huge impact. Huge impact. I mean, my son works for me, or he actually is my partner, I should say. And uh, he's we named him president in 2021. Uh, and he's, you know, he's taking the company places I, I couldn't even take it, right? Uh, he's doing a marvelous job. I'm very proud of him. But the thing is, is what people got to realize is that I mentored him for 10 years. You know, he, he started his first business at 17. He's now 37. Uh, he joined my consulting company back in 2014, uh, or back in actually 2009 or 10, I think. And then I put him in, I asked him to take over at EPI in 2014. But the, the mentoring process to build a successor, you know, really was a 10 year journey, you know? Uh, and again, that's why if owners wait, you're not going to have the time, uh, Plus, you know, what a lot of owners don't realize, 50% of business owners are forced out of their businesses due to one of the, what we call one of the five Ds, you know, death, divorce, disability, distress, or disagreement. And I can even tell you from a personal standpoint, George, I've been affected by four of the five Ds in just the last three years, you know? Uh, divorce is the only one I haven't been affected by, I think, you know, 40 years and counting. But these things happen, you know, and, you know, it, you, you're on a roll. Uh, you know, EPI was growing at a 42% compound annual growth rate going into 2020 when the pandemic hit. And then the next thing you know is, you know, all these things started happening. Uh, and I look back and I say, thank God I had done the things I needed to do to prepare my son to take over the business, to prepare my staff to, to who could run the business without me and things like that, the right kind of contingency planning, the right kind of estate planning. Uh, because, you know, the outcome uh, could have co been completely the other way. I mean, last year we were up 66%, so we're doing very well again. But we had a little bit of a rough ride there. Um, and if we hadn't been prepared, it could have been much different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't doubt that for a second. So I, I wrote down art and science, uh, data and emotion, hard and soft, because we have to know our numbers, but then there's also the feelings. Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> one of the things that I, I do talk about, I think is the most intriguing part of my book for business owners is this concept of the four C's. I call them the four intangible capitals. Um, and it, it's clearly, I'm going to write probably a book just about that at some point. Um, but the four C's are human, customer, structural, and social capitals. What many owners don't realize is that 80% of a premium business's value is tied to the intangible assets of a business, not the tangible assets, right? Intangible assets. And most business owners uh, don't measure those intangible assets. They feel them, you know. What business owner doesn't want to come into the office or come into the factory and doesn't want better talent, doesn't want stronger customer relationships, 
doesn't want better systems and processes or a better culture, right? So they think about it, but they don't intentionally and deliberately manage it. And the thing about it is you can actually define those characteristics. We call them value factors, and you can measure those value factors. And if you can measure them, that means you can manage them, right? And uh, two of the big factors are human and social. So human is really the talent that you have inside your company, right? The knowledge and not just uh, pure knowledge, but the, the, uh, the knowledge of how to apply what you've learned, right? That's where real learning occurs. Uh, and the grit, like for example, my team, they've got a lot of grit. You know, I tell you, when times get tough, they got to knuckle down, you know, they can knuckle down and make things happen in a fast way. Um, but then there's the other, you know, so that that's the knowledge. The other part of that, though, is the social capital. And I would say social capital, which is your culture, is probably the most significant of the four C's. But you can't have social capital unless you have the other three, right? Because the other three drive that. But once you build social capital or culture, your company is at a point where it doesn't even need you anymore. You know, it's running on its own. Uh, the culture is being developed and and uh, built and evolved by the people in the company, and uh, and that's exactly what you want, right? So uh, that's where you know having empathy and and I call it you know social EQ, right? Understanding the mechanism of a company. A company is a human, like a a living, breathing thing, and so yeah, you've got to have that for that company to be successful. And that that's what brings that vibe. You know, that when you go to companies that have strong cultures, you just know it when you step inside the office that there's something different about them. Yeah, I think that we can all 100% identify with that. We've probably worked in great companies that are great cult companies that have great cultures, and we've done the opposite. We've had yeah. experience with uh, terrible. So it is easy to recognize, but it's actually quantifiable. And it when is it's quantifiable, then I can manage to it. I can recognize when it's deficient and look for different interventions to try to increase it. Yes, exactly. It's then that's what I don't think a lot of owners understand. That's why I created value acceleration methodology is value acceleration measures your intangible assets, helps you manage your intangible assets. And if that's where 80 percent of your value is, isn't that where you should be putting at least 80 percent of your time? Right. But most business owners don't have uh, systems that measure that most accounting systems were, were established for the, the economy back in the 1950s. Uh, if you looked at a balance sheet, where do you see intangible assets on the balance sheet? You don't. All you see is equipment, tangible stuff, right? And mm -hmm. most of that's written down. So there's nowhere on a balance sheet that you see this intangible value of the company. Uh, when you look at a company's income statement, does the income really reflect what the owner's truly making? Usually the answer is no, because the income's been written down to avoid paying taxes. Now, I'm not saying those things aren't important, right? They are important, but that's not where your real value lies. And so the awareness, the sort of aha moment for, for business owners is, you know what? You can actually, I can actually measure this stuff. And as, as a result of being able to measure it, I can put programs and actions in place to actually transform the company and and those actions will position you for the future but they'll also make you better right now right because if you're, you have better talent you know better relationships better processes and better culture 
I would say I would bet on that company that to outperform the other that doesn't have those things. Oh, there's there's no doubt. So the SEPA, it's a certified ex-planning advisor. Right. I imagine, well, seems obvious that they need to be pretty well versed at being able to help business owners tap into that and and accentuate and pay attention to that 80% of intangible capital. Right. Yes. The um the SEPA program was actually created in 2007 by my predecessors, Peter Chrisman and Richard Jack. I became a SEPA myself in 2008. I was in the third class. Um, a couple of years later, they asked me to be on the board. And a couple of years after that, they asked me if I'd be interested in buying the company. Um, I had started the first chapter and I had launched the first national conference for them. And as I said to you earlier, I became very, very passionate about changing these outcomes for business owners. I knew it could be changed and we could, we would change it. Um, but what I decided to do, instead of going directly with business owners, I still every now and then handle a business owner, you know, or consult with a business owner, not doing a lot of that anymore because I've shifted my attention once I bought API to training other advisors who then go out. I felt like to really get the most leverage out of the success that I had, it would be by training other advisors on how to do this, you know, because each one of those advisors is working with 10 or 15 clients. But we get a lot more and a lot more leverage if I could show them what I was doing, and then they could then take that out to their clients. And so the Certified Exit Planning Advisor credential, which is a week-long course, it's taken by financial advisors, CPAs, attorneys, any uh, commercial bankers, any uh, advisor that would be working with a business owner while they own their business and in the process of exiting their business. You know, so you have M&A people, you have employee stock ownership people. So it's a what makes EPI sort of unique is this broad, um, multidisciplinary team that comes through the program. So not only do they learn the technical sides of the value acceleration methodology, they also learn about a little bit about estate planning. They learn a little bit about financial planning. They learn a little bit about ESOPs and M&A. Um, and what we do is we end the week really teaching them how to work well as a team. Because with so many different uh, people involved in this process, uh, you know, working as a team is paramount, you know, so they have to learn how to do that. And most advisors are not good at that, you know. Um, and so that's 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 the way we end the work. Now, you know, have all the knowledge. How do we actually work together to make this experience for business owners so much better? Right. That makes a ton of sense. You can be the greatest advisor in the world, but if you can't actually put the thing into practice and, and get it done, then you're not doing any good for anybody. So I appreciate that. Well, Chris, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? How can they engage with the Exit Planning Institute? And where can they get their copy of Walking to Destiny, 11, 11 Actions an Owner Must Take to Rapidly Grow Value and Unlock Wealth? The easiest thing to do is just go to the website. There's tons of information that not only you find about the book there, uh, Walking to Destiny, but there's also tons of information that uh, that you can find. And that website is exit-planning-institute.org, www.exit-planning-institute.org, pretty much what you see right behind me. Excellent.
Well, if you enjoyed this much as I did, show Chris your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to exit-planning-institute.org. Check out the great resources. If you are intrigued in the conversation that Chris and I have been having, check out the SEPA Certified Exit Planning Advisor uh, designation and get to work in helping to solve this massive problem that's existing of business owners working so hard and then not getting value out of their business and pick up your copy of Walking to Destiny uh, on the site as well. Thanks again, Chris. Thank you, George. And until next time, remember, do your part by doing your best.